0: I am Joel McLeod I'm Roland Sanna
1: and welcome to the 905 Roundup uh, this uh, episode we're taking a look closer to home in, uh in Halton closer to Burlington as we have a few updates and uh, a couple stories we've been talking about actually only one story we've been talking about um, Roland what's new with Burlington City Council
0: well um, if you listen to Burlington's Mayor Marianne Mead Ward um it's that uh the council and she in particular have been completely vindicated by uh the uh, closed session meeting investigation that was carried out by the city's um uh, the, the company appointed to do this on behalf of the city which is a a, a lawyer um ed and Burles llp um and uh, the mayor posted a few days ago about you know how how this says that you know the city completely did everything right and the the uh the stromash and the that arose from uh reporting at the councillor for ward four to the integrity commissioner and her criticisms of the council were you know uh any reporting her was completely justified and her complaints were completely unjustified however that's not how i read that report necessarily i mean it, yeah if you want to read it that way you, you can um, there's a number of problems. There's a general problem and a specific problem. A specific problem with the report is that, you know, line by line, uh, it, it looks at particular meetings and says, should a closed session meeting, no, not should a sh- closed meeting have happened, but could a closed meeting be held justifiably on this subject? And each case it says, yes. A closed meeting could be done. This was justifiable. This was justifiable decision on behalf of the city, because in each case there's a legal matter at stake. My problem with that is no one ever disputed that. Uh, the, this, the, the dispute was not that the city had to has has and had to do, to do certain things in closed session. We know that it's written right there in the municipal act. We understand that. The, the dispute is about how uh, that technical definition of, of which is quite narrow of what has to be done in closed session has been used to as a way to put an umbrella over an entire subject and take that out of discussion. So, again, yeah, you know, uh, the, the uh, in the case of the the uh, Bateman school purchase debate, which we will come on to another aspect of that shortly. Everybody knows that you cannot discuss uh, the cost that is going to be paid or the, the cost has being negotiated by the city for the purchase of the land that has to be just as if you're buying a house you know if you're putting a bid in for a house that you want to buy you're obviously not going to tell your competitors what you're willing to pay for it That's, that's you know information that you don't want them to have because it helps them put in an a counter bid. everybody gets that what we don't get is is the fact that that's a way to stop discussion of the amount of land that's being purchased the costs of upgrading the property after it's been purchased the uh you know the wisdom of p- carrying out a purchase in the first place all these things were also put into closed session so that the the public documentation that the public has seen is very very vague you know you get a nice little map of the property and that's pretty much it there's no discussion of like, oh well, this thing's full of um, uh, uh, asbestos and it's going to cost us so many million to get all the asbestos out. You know, and not only it's the cost of this thing that sh- That while aspects of that have to be private, the whole thing doesn't. So I don't think this report. Gets the mayor off the hook for anything. Then only gets the well, city off the here, hook for anything. Here's the
1: thing: it's, there's a difference between private transactions between parties. If I, if you wanted to buy my house, Roland, and you get a, into a bidding war with somebody else, yeah, it's the transactions are private between me and the bidder, because um, it's a, it's a business transaction. The, the problem, I think, here is that a bit, we're getting to a bit of the the maybe the philosophical problems of politics is that. They're not. The city isn't buying it with their money. They're buying it with our money, Berlin, people of Burlington. Their tax dollars. Um, like it, 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 it's a dangerous idea to say, "Oh, they get they get to decide how to spend money." No, I, they should be viewed more as custodians of the treasury of that of the, that money, and not opposed to the purchase of Bateman High necessarily. But I just don't have enough information to inform my opinion on it, and to rush headlong into that that decision is, I, I, I think we're risking trouble, opening ourselves up into, into all sorts of trouble. Um, I mean, we'll get we'll get into that act, that issue later on in the episode. But man, oh man, I get the the fact that we're so eager to go. And it, it, Sean wasn't on, just talking about just this. She's talking about the frequency that it, we're going into in council, or sorry, in camera meetings with council. That for kind of a blanket ar- blanket argument, oh, we're going to talk about this issue. Yeah, we should. That's so you know we, that should be an in camera meeting. Okay, the entire topic is now in camera meeting. It it it, it, it it it. I I am not I am not comfortable with that. Like, I don't know exactly what it is that you're like. The idea of in camera meeting was always like okay. Do we want to purchase? It? Can we, you know, what, what what we would use it for? What's a what's the value? Is it a good investment? Da-da-da-da. or you want to hire or fire somebody? Maybe that's an in camera. Those would be in camera meetings. Price tags for this. That's when you could go into in camera. How are we, how much are you willing to spend on it?
0: And, and again, you know, with, with the debates over you know particular properties. Uh, that were coming up to the Committee of Adjustment. And, you know, that's one of those meetings, one of the ones that uh, Shauna got in trouble for, Shauna Stolte got in trouble for, because she um, mentioned the address to someone. Again, I don't think anyone's really disputing the fact that that meeting, the parts of that meeting, because of the legal nature, had to be be confidential. Uh, The the dispute was over the ridiculousness of using an address, which was already... Completely in the public domain, that that someone mentioning that address, you know, is a is a result is a reason to, to to send someone to the to the uh, uh, integrity commissioner.
1: we were we were chatting just before we hit record, though. That you know, Shauna's point that she was trying to make was the frequency and the 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 free nature of using in camera meetings for council meetings that she was having an issue with. She thought the public deserved a right to know a lot more about what was what was going on in these in-camera meetings. Um, clearly, I think we can say that something was being said in these doors that Shana wasn't too comfortable with, and that she thought the public had a right to know what the deliberations were about, uh, and that perhaps these were being used as cover to just to hide away from criticism and discre- and the discretion of the public. Nowhere in, in the reports that we've seen come out of City Hall and from the council so far have addressed that issue. There's there's been no there's been no debate on, you know what, let's and one of the things that I thought Sean wanted to bring up was let's have a city policy, a city council policy on this is when we will enter into in-camera meetings. So that again it adds to that transparent nature of the business that the council was trying to conduct. I think that's a very reasonable uh Policy to have on the books, and no one at City Council is bringing that up, which is to me kind of troubling. It, it 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 breeds the concept of this council has something to hide, or this council just doesn't really want us to know what it's doing.
0: Yeah, Ed and I mean, and and you know, the mayor passes over this particular sentence with with um, a, a complete lack of. Um, significance, but is actually highly significant, that, that having gone through line by line each of these meeti- meetings that, that they were asked to look at and said, yes, according to the Municipal Act, you can do this. Yes, according to the Municipal Act, you can do this, which, surprised, like I say, surprised me not at all. At the end of that, they do say, despite this, we do wish to note that the city itself can dictate the content of its report-out obligations, which is report-out obligations are uh, what the city judges it should inform you know the extent to which the public should know about what happened in a in a closed session right Just based, so what the uh, Ed and Burles are saying here is it 's actually down to the city how much they want to tell the public after they've had a meeting um so the city may be completely acting within its own rules by saying uh Confidential update on a litigation matter, which is the kind of thing that gets put in the agenda, right which tells you nothing, but that's the city's decision. It's up to the city to set uh, criteria for what it needs to put in that description uh, and in what it says in the actual minutes after the after the decisions have been made in closed session. So you can have a closed session meeting still give fairly forcesome information about what happened at that closed session meeting. That's the point they're making there, which is absolutely key to what we're this whole debate. Now, if I go back in the uh, agendas for 2018 under the old council, you will see, and if you go and look, that they're hardly detailed, but they're a lot more detailed than what we're getting now. It will say a confidential update on Property X on Brandt Street or Property Y on Lakeshore Road. Uh, for some reason, at some point, that went away uh, so that we don't even have that anymore. And really, you know, again, there, there can be a whole lot of discussion in the closed session meeting that doesn't need to be entirely closed. Um, so it, it, it's the blanket coverage which really gets to the to the core of what uh, uh, Sean Stolte was talking about. And, and certainly mm-hmm. that I think is is a completely fair point. You know, in that that paragraph alone. Now, in this regard, just to carry on the quotation, the city has an opportunity to improve the transparency of its decision-making processes by enhancing the report-out practices, to include a more st- substantive briefing to the public following closed session. I read that as not a vindication at all. I mean, I take it as very legalistic, polite um, way of saying you can do a better job than you have been doing, which. Absolutely vindicates Shauna, not the mayor. <laughs> you know, so yeah, were they breaking the law according to Edinburghers? No. You know, it, but it comes down to the thing that you know what Ed and Burles have been asked to judge is can the city go into close session on these issues, and they've said yes. That's a very different question from should the city go into close session on these subjects, and in that case, it's like. Maybe, but that doesn't mean you have to put, throw a blanket over everything. Uh, and that's a very different result. Uh, and so, you know, I think the the mayor is, I mean, the mayor is a very good communicator. and very good at putting her side of things, and that's fine. Um, and she's obviously been very uh, keen to what? counter the destroyers that have been out there on this. Which, again, fine. But, but it's... You know, there's more to this than a complete vindication. And, and, you know, in that one paragraph alone justifies everything that Shauna Stolte did and kind of undermines the the the, the point that, that she somehow lacks integrity and needs to be reported. And there's one final thing I'll say with this whole thing, because it is a really important point. And it is, this is the general point in this. Now, Edinburgh, I'm not making any accusations about Edinburgh. I'm sure they're a fine company. I don't really know. However, I do know that Aird and Burles represent a lot of development companies in the 905. Uh, they, they are involved with representing developers in Hamilton and in Burlington, uh, to my knowledge. That's fine. I mean, lawyers do that all the time. They, they, they play, you know, you can, you can do that. However, you know, on one hand, Aird and Burles are paid by the city to be their judge of closed session meetings. So they are paid fifteen thousand dollars, by the way, for a twenty-five page report. Fifteen thousand dollars. I wish I could earn fifteen thousand dollars for a twenty-five page report. Yeah, that would be a much better way of making my living. <laughs> uh, so they're, they're getting fifteen thousand paid. Uh, if if they you know, if they give a bad report to the city, maybe their contract for for acting this way won't be renewed again. You know, so. Uh, these reports tend to be small c conservative at best, and at worst, there's a potential conflict of interest because who's paying for this thing? The city is. And again, I'm not remotely accusing any lawyer of impropriety, I wouldn't be stupid enough to do that, and I wouldn't want to do that. However, there is a conflict there when you're, you know, the person who is being asked to judge something, it's being paid by the person being judged. It's a conflict. Um, it's also a conflict when, when the same legal company is representing a developer in another city that currently uh, has been complaining about um, uh, breaches of confidentiality in regard to a property in uh, Ancaster. Um, so so they're, they're kind of arguing, you know, they're actually involved in the confidentiality fight themselves in hamilton so they've got a dog in this race you know so how independent can they be now again i'm not saying that they the what they're doing isn't right or legal or proper but it is a conflict um, and, and that's that's not their fault that's the way the system is built it's got conflicts at every level of this integrity commissioners uh, mm-hmm. of how they're paid yeah. of who appoints the integrity commissioners of who renews those contracts of when they're renewed there's conflicts, confl- conflicts all the way down. It's a broken system. Let's, you wouldn't accept it anywhere else. Let's take a
1: break on that note, and we'll come back to review the uh, the more on more on the Bateman High uh, issue. Okay, and we're back. So uh, as you know, um, we're we're kind of focusing on Bateman High High this week. The the reason why is because the city after all the, the the scandal and the stories and the and the the coverage of of in camera meetings and the, you know the lack of transparency and the questions that are surrounding this going to be a sizable purchase by the city of Burlington for this block of land the city finally announced that they were getting around to uh uh the the the, the public consultation part of this that they're supposed to do and I, I pointed out that I, I had kind of issues with this. Um, I should say that the, the information that they're putting forward is the city is propo- going to propose uh, a part of the deal would be a land transfer uh, of five acres of land uh, in the uh, over by Central High School uh, in exchange for the 12.79 acres of land uh, of the Bateman High School uh, site. You can, if you do the math rudimentary, rudimentary, you understand that's not quite a an apples for apples uh, exchange there. So money is going to have I, I can I cannot not not see where money is not going to be exchanged for this. That being said, nowhere in the consultation is our ballpark figures given. There's no there's no concept of what a Upper limit or a lower limit would be expected, or just what the estimated costs, what the market value of the land would be, um, what the you know what the projected costs of renovating, because the the plans that they put forward are, I don't, don't want to say detailed, cause I don't think they're that detailed, but it's the concept of yes, Halton District School Board would retain some site for I guess some administrative offices, uh, the city's tech place, their their online Burlington Economic Development Corporations find to try and drive more tech businesses into the city. The public li- Burlington Public Library would have a small section. The city of Burlington would, which I presume is just going to be the existing public pool that's already, already there. And then, of course, Brock University would have a sizable uh, part of the site as well. Um, that's all well and good, except we don't know if any contracts have been signed, what the lease agreements would be and what, what we would be comfortable with going without. The biggest one to me is this is the Brock university, uh, uh, portion because I, has anybody asked Brock if they actually want to move there <laughs> or, or if they're, or if they're willing to do it, sign like a 20 year lease for that site or, or something to make it worth our while. Um, cause there's no numbers attached this is all wishy-washy this is like you know pie in the sky great things and that's all well and good and it sounds like a fantastic thing but the devils are in the details and that's that to me that we we're, we're setting ourselves up for a derailment down the road when it turns out that this little project's going to cost us a big chunk of change
0: Yeah, so so you know we're now at this thing where where the city has now announced that it's it's considering a a, this land swap uh, of part of the playing fields of Central High School in downtown Burlington actually belong to the city, um, which is unusual. Usually they belong to the school board. In this case, uh, the city owns them still. So you know we're now seeing this proposal to swap the lands. Kind of do a semi swap as a way of reducing the cost of the purchase at Bateman by by you know say take this take this land in in downtown uh, and we'll we'll get Bateman cheaper uh, and then we're bringing in the, the public consultation part but the public consultation is being made on the basis of of us not knowing and not being allowed to know. A huge amount of the detail of this thing, including the uh, including the cost, where the funds are coming from, which reserve funds, Um, you know, we have good suspicions about a lot of these things. um, Basically, because Sean Astolte put it into the public realm, mentioned a number of kind of you know north of fifty million as as the ultimate cost of of the likely ultimate cost of 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 uh, transforming Bateman into whatever it is to become, which is a very big number in uh, as context um, when you know cities can 't go into debt they can 't take out mortgages they have to find that money somewhere they mm-hmm. spend it on one thing, then it means another thing may not be uh, purchasable um you know, so it, it's it's all very, you know, it's a bit little, it's a bit late. Um And the fact that the city is willing to kind of give away playing fields in downtown Burlington is well. Because what if, you know, in the next round of, you know, it was perfectly potential at the last um PR review that the Halton trustees could have decided that more than one school had to close uh maybe... Next time round, Central will close. Um, you know, it, it depends on the on the population and number of children living in the neighbourhood and all those things. Central is certainly, you know, right up there in the consideration for closure first time around. Uh, well, in that case, we're back to that position where the city's going to go, oh, hey, there's parkland that we used to own that we gave away. Well, now the developers are going to love that. Um, let's whack, a, you know, five big tower blocks on it. Um so you know this could come back and bite everybody in the bum, um, but you're doing it now as a way of of, of suggesting to the public that you're going to get Bateman at a knockdown price. Um, here's well, here's, the, you know, here's
1: what gets me about is I still have not heard why this why this purchase why this transaction is necessary. It says uh, it's a significant and long-term strategic matter that requires the city to continue to share. I, I, yeah, it's long term. I just I don't understand what the need is. The, the, to me, the big benefit is Brock University. They get a they get a site for um for their presumably for their Department of Education or Faculty of Education to set up uh, uh some classrooms there. My question is then why doesn't the university or Brock University buy the land? Why why can't why can't they raise some capital and buy it and we lease the land from them like why, 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 why wouldn't that save us so, uh, some money and give us some flexibility uh in terms of how how we use it you know these wh- wh- i don't understand why why this urgency to we must purchase this land we must own this again or own, own this land I, I,
0: if and it's Brock because i because 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 two of the more senior members on council namely the mayor and and the ward councillor Paul Sharman, said they were going to do it years ago right and and it's the kind of thing that you know this it's the kind of bricks and mortar solid you know and and school properties are tied in people's minds in Burlington, at least with with the idea of public spaces the problem is we ain't buying any public space of significance with the bateman transaction um we're we're buying what will be a parking lot And sure, you know, the the, the the there's no, you know, I'm not downplaying the importance of uh, community centres and all all those great things and libraries and the rest of it. It's just is you know is this necessarily the the, the best way to achieve those ends? Uh, and it is the this the best money to use to achieve those ends? You know, you, there's all kinds of the library already exists, we're just moving it from one place to another. Community centre, yeah, great. Is this the best place for it? Is it is it the most cost effective way? Um, and if you're doing it on 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 the basis of preserving public space, then then you know it's it's a it's a duff deal because there ain't no green space that being purchased. Well, any significant amount of green space. Like
1: well, I think we I think what we need to know is. At this point, if you're going to come asking the public for consultation, you got to go to some numbers as well in terms of what you're willing to spend on this. Maybe not what the bid for this uh, the site will be, um, but I would say, what, what's the what's the what are we looking for? If we buy this, if we are willing to buy this, what are we looking for in terms of total capital investment into this to to go in and renovate it? Because we'll be the landlord, so. It's not as if we just hand this, the Brock section to Brock and say, hey, you guys design it how you want. No, we're the landlord. So they would come to us and say, you will design this. We'll pay the lease, but you put up what we need into that section for us. Um, and the same would go with uh, the Burlington Economic Development Corporation with Tech Place and the Halton uh, District School Board. Like, we, there's a lot of there's a lot of unforeseen costs here that quite frankly, I'm not sure the city, this, the, I don't think it's it's in the city's best interest to start going down this road. Uh, a lot of these things always kick over 10 more costs that you didn't anticipate. And
0: well, it's a recipe yeah, for disaster I mean, you, in my opinion. You're, you're building, you're buying a property with known problems. Uh, the known problems being asbestos um, I guess the kids who went to school there for the last 30 years dealt with it, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, the whole thing is problematic. And 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 around the corner, in a matter of almost weeks now, is approaching the kind of, um, well, let's call it the elephant in the room or the um, goliath in the park, uh, which is LaSalle Park and what Hamilton's going to want. There, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that that's going to be pricey. But I mean, I think in terms of of uh, money being spent for something that that you know, I think I think Burlington lost lost. I think it's very unlikely that we we'll end up losing it. But if Burlington did end up somehow losing LaSalle Park, um, because basically he had didn't have the money because of you know, who, Bateman, uh, I think people would feel that was a here's, pretty poor deal. Here's what.
1: Here's my my thinking is that if you go in, you know you know you're going we're gonna get Lasalle Park back. So there's a good chance Hamilton doesn't really want it, and they're willing to. Oh,
0: but they do want the more, money. They want more than a. The oh, they do want they do the
1: money. But the, but here's the thing is we know Burlington knows they have the upper hand in that negotiation. They know Hamilton is itching to sell. Hamilton doesn't really want it. They want a smooth transaction. Burlington has a lot of bargaining power.
0: Does it? Um, my, I mean, like, how much got I, I, it? I mean, like we, we can sit on it forever, or we can sell it to developers. You know, which way do well, you want... Okay, but what, how do you want finally, to play this? You know?
1: Well, they, they sell to developers, but I guess they, they... Well, who knows? Maybe they will. Maybe they would say they'll sell it to developers. I, I don't know, Let's but I, Hamilton I, would, are, uh, I
0: have the strong hand, to be honest. Um, fair enough. In mean,
1: which, which case, we'll then do you really want to kind of... If, but if Burlington... Goes forward with this buying of Bateman High. They kind of throw, oh, this is what they're willing to do. They're willing to d- dig down this deep to purchase this little school in in the east end of Burlington. Okay, well then you can fork over. You can dig deep into your reserves too to get us. You know, the, what's what's to stop the city of Hamilton from approaching the, the a developer? Say, we don't. You know, give us yeah, a good but, get, like. Let's get a good bidding. We're going to. Uh, you get this plot of land then.
0: Yeah, I mean there have been and, shots fired already. I mean the, the delightful Councillor Marilla um yeah. uh, moved a motion I think last year, uh, basically saying, you know, investigate our other options. Um investigate what what's Billington willing to pay and what are developers willing to pay. Now, you know, Councillor Marilla's being Councillor Marilla there to to an extent. But, you know, the rest of councils voted on the motion too and it passed um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they're saber rattling for sure. I mean, I think ultimately everybody would like to get something worked out. But, I just, um, I,
1: I just think that this thing, this thing is, is wrapped up still in so much secrecy and so much un. it's, it's hard to, it's disingenuous to bring this to the public with such little information really attached to it. Um, uh, in, in my opinion and say, Hey, do you want us to move forward or not? Because maybe I maybe I will, maybe we'll get it for a steal. Maybe we're, if we're willing, if we're here, here's my question. What are we willing to walk away? Like what, when, what is the, like, at what point are you, are you just going to say, this is too rich for my blood and I'm going to walk away. And that's, that's what I haven't, you know, is it, and there's a difference between building something new. If they wanted to. It's just it's just like it's like this. They're trying to make this panacea, right? It's, they're going to build it and it's going to be perfect, for, uh, everything for all people. And I'm like, really? Because I've never heard of a project like this ending well for for anyone. And if you if you realize if you're not showing people, hey, this is what we need it for. You're telling me that developers aren't going to say, yeah, I'll I'll bleed you dry. Because here's the thing, here's the other thing. Right now, this is how this is why it, it's a bad. I just think this is a bad call for Burlington. If I was a developer and I'm looking at this at the Centennial or so the Bateman High, here's what I'm going to do: I'm going to go and bid the hell out of it. I'm just going to go and just throw in massive bid after massive bid, just to try and rack up the price tag to the point where I know you can't you you can't back out now. You've bought it for you know everyone's mortgage and and then some. And then, yeah, I, what I want is that Lasalle property. That, that's what I want because there's nothing there. It's just a pavilion and some boats. You buy it from Hamilton for for a decent song. You say, yeah, Burlington can't compete. They've spent all their money, all their all their political capital on a high school that they're going to be forever renovating and gutting. Meanwhile, yeah, I'll do, I'll go and I'll buy Lasalle Park, and I'm, my plan is to build up you know three, four, five condo towers there. Well, time will you know, tell. I'll flip it for I mean, a huge profit.
0: I mean, I was you know, the, the throwing public consultations into the mix and saying that that cures everything, it is nonsense, partly because, I mean, it's not nonsense and it is nonsense. It's not nonsense because what else can you do as, as an elected official? It is nonsense because public consultations are, you know, what we call engagement is a nonsense. Pull people into a dusty, hot, smelly room um, uh, and, you know, obviously the vast, vast majority of people have got better things to do with their time than to turn up. Mm-hmm. So you get, you know, if you're lucky, you get 50 people turn up who uh, generally be whiter, maler, older, wealthier kind of people. And you say to them, hey, would you like to buy this Bateman because it's up for sale and we can do all these wonderful things. Do you think that's a good idea? And everybody goes, yeah, of course it's a good idea. Because you're not talking about the full picture. You're, you know, yeah, everything is a good idea when you're not uh, applying a, a price tag to it. But the same mm-hmm. people will be hopping mad when, when their uh, taxes go up by so many percent uh, in a couple of years. Or you know, it, it's, you know it's you know, I've been to so many public things where it's like, you know, you're not the people who come aren't qualified. No, through no fault of their own, but you know they don't have the information, and then they're being asked to judge something like, "What do you think about the city's tall building uh, criteria?" And it's like, "Well, how, what the hell do I know? I'm not an architect, you know. I mean, I don't, with the best will in the world, I can't really make an informed decision because uh, you're not giving me the information that I need." And here we're asking people to consult on something where, where you know. We've established that the city doesn't want to tell anybody right. the full picture. Uh, I mean, it's, it's it's the it's the catch twenty two of public consultations in many ways. Anyway, but you know, if you think that just having a couple of public meetings solves everything, then it doesn't.
1: That's the thing. Like, yeah, these public meetings are not going to solve it because just people going to show up and say, "Well, what, what's the point?" What? What? what, what? Here is the thing: ask a specific question to the public. Go, go up, and wouldn't it be great if they actually asked? You know what are you know give the, give the people like are you comfortable with us spending five hundred million spread over, over so many years to buy, to purchase this are you comfortable with us going into the reserves to purchase this like ask specifics of people and get their opinions on this because that's the thing they're, they're that's what they're afraid of. they're afraid of it when you say hey are you are you comfortable with us spending five hundred million dollars on the in total on this project between purchasing the land and then uh uh re- renovating the 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 costs because um, people might be people most people say well no i'm not comfortable with that uh or to say are you comfortable with this uh,
0: and even still i mean like even if you know if it's done okay they, they stick it on the city website and so many people turn up at the website and fill it in they have a public meeting at the at the ice rink or wherever, and, you know, 50, let's say 100, let's say 150 people turn up. It's completely right. unrepresentative of anything. The people, you know, self-selecting groups of people who turn up to things are not representative. Now, I mean, I've had this very argument with the mayor in person. There's like, you know, you can't take the people who turn up at meetings as representative of the city and you can't look down on people who don't go to those meetings somehow say that you know well you didn't turn up so it's your fault like no because that's that's not this isn't democracy it's not like they've been given the opportunity to vote and not taken it they've you know you've got a busy damn life and and also you're asking them to to go somewhere to to participate i mean hamilton did the best job that I've seen in recent years when it when it did uh, uh, the consultation on the boundary expansion so it actually sent questionnaires to people's houses. Now, that's a, still not perfect. There's no perfect answer to any of this, including an election. There's no perfect you know, referendum. Uh, they have all kinds of problems. However, they went above and beyond. They They contacted tens of thousands of people. I can't remember the exact number now. Um, And they got a very clear result. And it's like they now the developers still poured scorn on it and said it was biased and unrepresentative and inaccurate. But Actually, they went far further, you know, compared with the the average city consultation on anything, which is laughably pathetic. Hamilton actually went to great lengths to do a better job than usual and and deserve some uh, uh, credit for that. And
1: you know what? I think that's where we'll end off for uh for today's episode. So thanks very much everyone for listening. Uh we'll be back next week with more of the nine oh five no, sorry, the nine oh five for podcasts. Thanks everyone. Take care. Bye. Lastly, you can find us on social media, search for the underscore 905-er on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. So long for now, see you next time.
0: and at
1: naturalmanpodcast.com.